and wow it was quite the experience so I want to start off by saying that I was super nervous <laughs> for this this first one and you'll hear that at the beginning of the audio super nervous but um, I want to encourage you that just keep going just take that step out and do it and that's what I did and I got out of my car and I went up and talked to them and I also want to address a few things that you will probably notice throughout the podcast so obviously I'm kind of new to this not necessarily new to fully witnessing with people um, but with doing it being recorded so it definitely gives me an insight on what I'm good at what I'm bad at so some points of just technical things that went wrong I held the microphone too close to me when I talk so it's a lot louder than when I point it at the person I am sorry about that if it blasts your ears but yeah that happened um also just the way I went about asking some questions or maybe talking to them I talk really fast really fast really kind of jumping around at some points and I, I now realize that that's just how I talk so I need to be a little more focused and know what I'm gonna say and be a little more not asking like three questions at the same time so I realized that as well I realized I don't always answer the questions right I don't always say the right things but that's the whole point of learning and growing from that experience so hopefully you will hear this you'll realize you don't have to be perfect because by the end um, these young people that I talked to they all got to hear the gospel there was four of them uh, only three were willing to talk to me but the one guy he was hanging around and he definitely heard it even if he didn't personally get to talk to me he was there um and he got to hear me so that's always positive and so overall it was a good experience these people were really nice really easy to talk to really open i really respected that they um at first they're kind of hesitant hesitant to talk to me but by the end you know they were really really nice and, and um i'm really thankful they took the time to talk to me on this rainy day in the park so Here's what happened, here's the audio, um, just once again realize that everything's going to be perfect. Do you have any comments, questions, points to encourage me or some tips? Go ahead and email audaciousfaithpodcast at yahoo.com. You're listening to Audacious Faith Podcast. This is my very first time um, going to a park and doing what I do, and I am so nervous right now. I don't know if you can see or feel the microphone shaking but it is shaking because I'm in my car and I see a group of young people it's about four of them one girl and um, three young guys and I'm debating if I should I think I'm gonna hop out and I'm gonna go see if they talk to me and see what happens so yeah the weather's also not the nicest right now it's very very wet it's raining it's just not a pleasant day out. And it's just super dark and cloudy. Hello, guys. Um, I'm recording a podcast, and um, I was wondering if you guys, if I could talk with you guys for a few minutes. No, see, I ordered a, a Russian hooker over that way, so I gotta go that way. <laughs> I mean, I could stand with you guys underneath the, we don't have to be out in the rain. But if you don't want to, that's fine. I'm just. Oh, oh, yeah, it's um. I'm gonna ask questions about like your beliefs, worldview, and then your thoughts on the afterlife. So, so kind of, 
So kind of deeper, deeper questions. Beliefs, worldview, and afterlife. Ooh. You want? Okay. Well, well. Worldview. I'm gonna get a little closer. I don't know. Well, when I ask about beliefs, my question is, what is the point? Why are we here? You know, what's what do you believe is the reason for everything? I know. It's. I know. All, all I know is I came from my dad and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have any other like ideas of like why? What's the point? Why are we here? I don't. I haven't been to church since I was like five. I don't really know. Um. So, well, my next question was, how does your your view of what the point is? How does that shape your worldview and the choices you make? something for if you want to do something for another thing or for someone mm -hmm. then it could change your point of view on the things you do yeah do you have anything to any do you have any particular religious beliefs I go to church mm -hmm. sometimes yeah what church is it a and don't tell me the name of the church I don't want to like people know locations but what kind of church. Catholic church okay do you you said you used to go to church somewhere but you really don't yeah. it was a Christian church okay so then my next question is what do you believe happens after someone dies go to heaven so do you yeah, yeah yeah do you believe in hell or do you just believe in heaven i believe in both so what does someone have to do to get to heaven according to your beliefs like help people and be a good person Religion, like just listen to like the rules that like the bible gives and just behave i guess yeah like um the ten commandments yeah. it's also it's called like the moral law do you think you've kept the ten commandments kind of <laughs> can you remember any of the ten commandments <laughs> yeah, it's on the last ones, yeah. Now, what about lying? One of them is, have you ever ever told a lie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, everyone has, as have I. Have you ever stolen anything, despite the value? Yeah. Because, um, you know, these are a few of the Ten Commandments. Another one is blasphemy, using God's name in vain. Have you ever done that? Like, like saying, like, oh my... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then, I'm not judging you guys. So, I'm not judging you guys, but if God were to judge you by Ten Commandments, you guys you just admitted to me that you guys have already broken, uh, you lied, stolen, blasphemed, do you think he'd find you innocent or guilty? Uh, guilty? So, do you think that means heaven or hell? I still think heaven because the choices that I made aren't good, like, like bad enough to go to hell. Uh-huh. You feel like... you're still a good person. But see, when you, if what's your standard of good? I guess if God, if the standard of good is keeping the Ten Commandments, those are good moral laws. Then we're, we've all they've broken them. Being helpful for other people mm -hmm. and like trying to like outweigh your good and your bad is that yeah. kind of um kind of think of a courtroom. If there's a guilty criminal before the judge and you know broke the law, he robbed the bank, shot the guard, and he tells the judge, you know, yeah, I did that, but I'm also a good person and. I do good things too. Can the judge just let them let them go? No. That's not what they're dealing with. It just depends how like big the like crime or thing bad thing that you did is. Um. Well, yeah, the point is there's always a punishment, right? There's always the judge isn't just gonna let someone go if he's a good judge. If he's a just judge, there's gonna be a fine to be paid, a sentence. Would you agree with that? Yeah. So if God was the just God of all the universe. You know, if he's so just, he's going to punish the murderers, the rapists, but also the liars and the thieves. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. So it would be fair to say, you know, you guys would all be guilty and that we can't make it into heaven because we'd be guilty? 
still think you could tell a judge, hey, look at the good things I do and try to bribe the judge? No, because, like, it's like your whole life when you're going to heaven. It's not just, like, based off one thing like it is when you're in court. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because, well, like, in court, yeah, you, you break the one law, you go to face the judge, but if you face God on Judgment Day, you've broken all of his laws. You probably break something I have as well. One, At least one thing a day, you've probably broken, you know, God's laws. And um, so... I guess I'm trying to point out is that we'd all be guilty. The Bible talks about that, you know, no one can make it. And um penalty of that is, is hell. Does that thought concern you at all that you know, if you die in your sin you could go to hell. Does that thought concern you? Yeah, but I just think that I won't or will do anything that's as like big to go to hell though. So I'm not that as worried as like about it. You've never murdered anybody before? No. Now, have you ever hated anybody though before? I guess, yeah. See, see, the Bible talks about if you even like hate someone, it's the same as um, murdering of the heart. That's how high the standard is. It's got to be perfection because God, you know, God's a perfect, just God. So, so here's one more question for you guys: Why did Jesus die? What's the whole point of that? For us. Right. So the problem I'm trying to convince you guys: Here's the problem: You'd be guilty face the judge, we'll all be guilty, and you can't earn your way by doing good things, because the judge, like, you should do good things, but it doesn't matter the fact that you broke the law. So, the guilty criminal before the judge, if someone comes in and pays that fine for you, then the judge can be just, he can let you go, and everything is good, and that's what Jesus did for you. You know, if I sound familiar, Jesus, 2,000 years ago, he came and he died on the cross to take your punishment for sin. And so, I guess the big question is, how do you get that goodness, that, that sacrifice accredited to your account so you can be forgiven? So that kind of goes back to being a good person, trying to bribe the judge. You know, like trying to say. Be thankful for the things you have. And that's always, that's, you know, that's always a good thing to do. But how does Jesus get wrapped up in all that? You know, he said he died for our sins. So doesn't he play a part in having us be able to go to heaven? I mean, yeah, because I guess it's like, like motivation, I guess. Um, well, kind of like the analogy with the guy paying your fine for you, Jesus paid your fine. So now what the Bible says you have to do to get this accredited to your account so you can be forgiven, there's two things. Maybe you've heard them before, maybe you haven't. It's repentance. You realize, you know, I have sinned against God and I'm sorry. You turn away from that. And the second thing is you put your faith and trust in Jesus. Like you trust a parachute. Right now you're kind of telling me, I'm going to jump out of this airplane, trust myself, flap my arms around a little bit. But I'm saying don't do that. Put on the parachute and trust in the parachute. And according to the Bible, that's how you get, you go to heaven. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Like, what are you saying? Like, have trust? Yeah. Trust in him is, is your only way of salvation. Your only means of getting to heaven. Instead of trusting yourself. Take your trust in yourself and put it in him. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Now, look, have you ever done that? If you look in your, you know, your life, have you ever had that moment where you did that? Yeah. Like, like either way, like, you really wanted to do something or really wanted something. Like, you just hope and, like, like he'll help you get through something. Mm-hmm. And see, yeah, that's, you know, a lot of people do like things, they want something or they're going through a hard time, they go searching for God. And, but when it comes to, you know, you getting to heaven, it's trusting him for, for so you can be forgiven of your sins and so you can, you know, you know, we have all fallen short and how you can get your sins forgiven and get into heaven. It's a little different, kind of what I said, but I would ask you guys to, thank you for talking with me first off, and then kind of think about this. You know, even if you're raised going to church, you know, kind of read the Bible for yourself. Do you ever read the Bible on your own? No. No. 
Well, if you know, if you're interested in anything I said, crack it open, open, uh, reread the Book of John, and um, yeah, and then just just go from there. All right. Well, thank you for talking with me. Do you mind if I give you guys some literature, something that has the name of my podcast on there, and then it has something to read. So there's a little. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I wrote my podcast on the bottom. I still got to work with editing the first video or the first um, recording. But all right. Did you guys want to talk or no? Okay. Well, <laughs> you kind of want to talk though. Okay. Well, first, um, I asked questions about your beliefs, worldview, and your thoughts on an afterlife. Yeah. So my first question was, what's the point? Like, why are we here? Like the meaning of life, kind of question. Um, I ask myself the same question. I don't. I don't see what the point is or what the meaning of life is. Yeah. I think. Most people, they just um, grow up, pay bills and taxes and die. It's kind of depressing. I know it is, but it's like, uh, you can have happiness or whatever, but like, I don't know. I guess it depends on the way you look on life. And that kind of goes to my next question. How does, so your belief of there's really no point, how does that shape the way you view the world and like the the choices you make in your life? Um, I have, I have have the ups and the downs in the world like me I like to be outside and like um I don't know how to explain it there's the bad parts and then there's the good parts I don't know okay um so then do you believe that there's something after this life that there's an afterlife I mean there's conspiracy theories or whatever on ghosts and there's heaven and there's hell and stuff like that what do you believe to be honest I I don't know what happened. I, I really don't know what to believe in what happens after this because of everybody's opinions and stuff like that. But do you do you think about it ever? I mean, yeah. I'm like sometimes I think like maybe once we die, maybe we do stay on this earth, or maybe there is like an earth that's like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain. It's all weird mm-hmm. the way it is. So you just you'd agree that there's it doesn't just end. There's probably something like the person with the year that they were born in maybe they stay like they die or whatever and like there's a another world in a certain time period if their time period and maybe they just live that life or whatever i don't know do you believe in god um i grew up i was baptized and stuff like that to believe in god but like i think me personally i never I never really thought of there was to be a God or whatever because of certain points or whatever. I don't know. Like certain things that happen in your life that kind of turn you away? Um, there's actually nothing really in my life that makes it seem like there's no God, mm-hmm. but like the things that happen in this world and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the bad things, it's kind of like, you know, why is there so, why is there evil, why is there evil people in the world and kind of. Bad things happen to good people. Maybe to make them stronger, but I don't know. Yeah, that's something that I've often thought about too, and that's one of the explanations I've heard. But when it comes to, so how do you, do you think someone created us, or are you more towards like, we just kind of have, this all happened on accident? The scientific way and stuff like that, like I was like, I was, what did you call it? Like when you're like interested or um, fascinated by when they told us we were made out of space or whatever. I'm more scientific on the thing than more of the religious or the beliefs or anything like that okay so then just kind of make sure i understand you, you kind of think there's a higher power 
but you just kind of not. So let's say there was a higher power. What kind of characteristics do you think this person would be like? Um, that that person would um be like say if there was a god or whatever, they would put us on here and say maybe us humans are too greedy with our emotions and everything, and so they say we had to live by ourselves. I, see, I, I got it, but then it goes away. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, would you, what would you think this being would be good or bad? I think it would depend on their actions. If they were to be good or bad. Um, like, like, so, like, would they, yeah, like, you think they'd be, you know, a good god? Or you think, based on, like, what you see in the world, you think it'd be a bad being? I, um... I know it's kind of a yeah. I don't know. Um, what about the idea of justice? Do you think this God, this being, would would be just and punish these evil doers? Like talk about evil in the world, those that like murder and rape and and the terrible things people do. But the thing is, the things that the, the people do, the terrible things. So what if they grew up in a home where the terrible things were done to them? So I think it was okay. Hmm. Yeah, kind of trapped in a cycle. Depends on your mental stability. Yeah. Would you consider yourself to be a good person? Um, I mean, everybody has their flaws. I mean, I could be in a, could per- a good person in some ways and then a bad person in some ways. Depends on how a person views me. So, me personally, I think I'm okay. I mean, I don't haven't done anything bad or anything like that. I haven't been rude or disrespectful to anybody. I try to respect everybody and stuff like that. So, so do you feel like if you died and there was a God, you think you'd be good in good standing with Him, based off how you've lived your life and stuff, things you've done? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I do you know? Do you know what a paradigm shift is? No. I didn't know either. I, I looked it up. It's. I'll give you like an example. Let's say there's a blind guy. He gets on a bus. Someone gets up, gives him a seat. Was that a good thing to do? Yeah. It actually wasn't because it was the bus driver. So he lost his job because a blind guy. So, so a paradigm shift is where you, right, right away, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good thing, right? The, the person gave him a seat. Then you find out more information, and you realize, oh, you know, that was a bad thing. So I'm going to try to try to do that with you, you, you know, talk about being a good person. Have you ever told a lie? I mean, yeah, there's been little lies or whatever. Have you ever stolen anything, despite the value? Maybe when I was a little kid. I was a bad little kid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the questions I'm asking are kind of based off the Ten Commandments, so that's kind of why I'm going this route. Have you ever um, used God's name in vain? Like saying God's name with a cuss word or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I know that's... <laughs> yeah, Would you want to keep talking if we moved over there? Okay. Yeah, this is... <laughs> What's your name, by the way? Uh, Kaylee. Kaylee, okay. And then my name is Faith. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> Are you guys out of school for the summer? Yeah. Do you have any summer plans? You guys like any fun vacations or anything? No, not really. Don't have any. No. Yeah. Too bad it's so rainy out today. Like today would be a perfect day to be just walking around this park, enjoying the weather. Okay. All right. So we're talking about Ten Commandments, good person. Um, talk about blasphemy. So. If I'm not judging you, but you just admitted you've lied, stolen, um, blasphemed. So if you die and you face God on Judgment Day and he's judging you by these Ten Commandments, 
and he opens the books on your life, do you think you'd be innocent or guilty? You'd probably make me guilty. So what do you think that means heaven or hell? But the thing is, not all humans are innocent or haven't lied or done right. all that. I totally agree. We'd all be guilty. No one would be innocent. But then, so would that mean heaven would heaven or hell? It depends on the standards of heaven and hell. I don't know. Well, let's say the standard to get into heaven was keeping the Ten Commandments perfectly. Uh, then I'm going to hell, I guess. Does that concern you at all, that, that thought that, that could be a possibility? I mean, kind of, kind of not. I think the time just, it happens when it happens. Would you sell your eye for a million dollars? Um, depends on what my eye is going to use for. I mean, if it's going for another person, then I, I, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll try to up it up. What about two eyes for three million dollars? Would you sell them? No, can Why not? I'm selling my left arm. Because <laughs> I can't see the beauties of the world and what there is to look forward to. Because you value your eyes, right? I, you know, we all do. So you should value your soul. You know, and the idea of going to hell, hell described as being a terrible place, you know, of suffering and darkness. So you should value your soul. So then that's a problem then. I'd be just as guilty as you are. And if you face God and he's this just judge, like the Bible says, be um, going to hell. But do you have any idea what God did so people don't have to go to hell? What, what do you mean? God, so like, it's like, okay, in the courtroom, imagine you're facing, a, or we'll say a criminal's facing the judge. And uh, the judge is like, well, you know, you, you, sh you robbed the bank, you sh shot the guard, you know, here's, here's your penalty, here's your fine. The criminal might try to say, but, you know, I'm a good person, or, I, you know, I, I do good things too. The judge will say, I'm not judging you based off of your, your good things you do, it's, it's the things that you've broken the law at. You took a liar. Right. And, yeah, so you've broken the law. So then the judge is judged, so he's got to punish him. So that, um, so if God's just, that's how it is with us. So we have this fine to be paid, this punishment. But do you know if what God did so we don't have to pay that fine? Mm -hmm. um, he came down, you've probably heard of Jesus and dying on the cross. He came down as Jesus to die on the cross. It's like if uh, someone comes in the courtroom and pays the fine for the criminal, the criminal can go, the judge can be just. And that's exactly what Jesus did by dying and taking our place, by suffering and dying on the cross for us and, and rising again. And um, so that's, that's called the gospel. It's the good news. But now do you have any idea what you have to do to, to get that credited to your account so you can be forgiven. Maybe do more good than bad. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because that kind of goes back to the criminal trying to bribe the judge. You know, I'll, I'll do good next time, judge, but you can't. So here, here's um, two things you got to do. Is One is repentance. It means you say you're sorry, you turn from your sins. You're not going to be perfect, um, but, you know, you're turning away from them and then putting your trust in Jesus like you trust the parachute. You know, you wouldn't jump out of an airplane trusting yourself, flapping your arms around. You'd put on the parachute and trust the parachute. And that's according to the Bible, you know, how you can um, get right with God. Does that make sense? Yes. What do you think about that? Um, I'm definitely going to be thinking about it. Um, yeah, but yeah and, and it's all I can, that's all I can do is um, ask you to think about that. You know, and if what I said to you about, like, breaking God's laws kind of makes you think, yeah, you know, I would be guilty. You know, and it, I'm not trying to scare you into, oh, you turn or burn. I'm not trying to do that. You know, you shouldn't go to God because you're scared. You should go to God because you realize how, you know, I've sinned against him, but he's so kind and loving that he died for me. And that should be your motive for, um, for, ask, for repenting and trusting in Jesus. So, definitely something to think about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Would you be okay if I gave you something, like some, something to read? Sure. Okay. okay. I'll give you this little booklet called What Time is Purple? It's kind of a, a longer read, but maybe if you have some time. 
and I'll give you this little thing. It has the name of my podcast on there. Still working on editing the very first episode because life is busy, but yeah. hopefully I'll check it out. Um, you sure you don't want to talk about anything? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. But, all right. Well, thank you for talking with me, everyone. Um, so you said your name was? Kaylee. Kaylee, and then you are? Sean. Sean. What did you say? Riley. Riley. Okay. And then what was your name? Brendan. Brendan. Okay. Oh, well, my name is Faith. So thank you guys for listening to me. So have a good day. All right. Try to get out of this rain. Gonna cut through the grass. So, the girl definitely seemed like she was gonna think about it. For a while, she kind of just smiled at me, kind of not mockingly, but just kind of like I don't know. Like she. That was kind of funny. But then by the end, when she said that she was going to think about it, either she's trying to get rid of me, which, hey, you know, that's sometimes what people, what people are going to do or say. But, um, so yeah, she, I don't know, she kind of said like she wouldn't think about it. The two other Christian guys, or raised in a Christian household, that's a little, no, they really didn't seem to, to get, I don't know if I was explaining it right or wrong or whatever. But, yeah, no one else is really out here, so I'm going to go in my car. Okay, that was really scary at first, but they're really polite, very respectable, um, a really good experience.